here we go, the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Thrilled you're here today. My name, of course, is Eddie Cohn, the host, the creator of the show. If you enjoy the show, you know the drill. You can find me at IamEddieCohn.com. You can find me on Instagram at Eddie Cohn, Twitter at Eddie Cohn. You can support the show directly, Patreon.com backslash Eddie Cohn. This is actually a subscriber edition of the show where the full episode will be available at patreon.com backslash Eddie Cohn. I'm also releasing new music over this next 12 months. All of the music will hit my Patreon page first, so head over there, check it out. Briefly in this intro, though, I sort of want to talk about some concepts, some ideas that I've been thinking about, and then I'll dive in deeper. I, I just I think technology and social media have, have disrupted human decency. I'm going to share a quick story, and then the rest of the episode will be available for my subscribers. So, you know, I've been working on this project for a focus group facility and recruiting people whose businesses have been impacted by the pandemic. But I started to realize something. It, it feels as though it is about how you react. And people can get away with saying whatever they want, doing whatever they want, because often the reaction is worse than the misinformation or misdeeds that are sort of being catapulted into our society. So I'm working on this project, recruiting people to be a part of a focus group, an online focus group, speaking to business owners about how COVID-19 has impacted their business. And so I, I make phone calls. I, I left the message for this, for this gentleman. And it happened to be a day where I had a couple projects going on. I was also working on my album with Kevin, who's, who's I'm mixing my record with. And I also had a chiropractor appointment. I also was talking to my dad because he just wasn't feeling well. So amongst this, so in, in the midst of this four to six hours after I had made this phone call. This gentleman had, had called me back multiple times. I never checked the voicemail messages because I was just busy with all the things that I just mentioned. And then he started sending texts with exclamation points. And I remember seeing one of them when I was, in my, when I, when I was walking out of my appointment at, at the chiropractor's office with, exclam, with exclamation points. Why aren't you calling me back? And I sort of let it go. But then I'm, then I'm talking to my dad on the phone, and, he, and then he's calling again. I see this phone number coming up again on my phone. And it wasn't one of those things where I could easily just click over. My dad was, I remember telling me some personal stuff. And I couldn't pick up because I was at the chiropractor's appointment. And I get home, and then I start returning. Or no, I, I had to then call my friend Kevin back in Hawaii to start working on my record. And this guy keeps calling. He calls again. So he's called between six and eight times. And then around four o'clock, I get a text message from him again saying, why aren't you calling me? When are you going to call me back? And that's it. I, you know, I sort of just had had enough. Because I start thinking, there are no boundaries here. Like when is, at what point does this person realize, you know, I shouldn't be calling this many times. I realize this focus group is paying him, you know, $150, $200 potentially. But, you know, you can't 
just text people and, and call people like this. So I, I call, I, I've, I've had it. I pick up my phone, I call him. I'll just say his name is Jack. I say, Jack, you have called me eight times for this focus group. Now you're sending me text messages with exclamation points. You can't do that. You leave a message one time, and then I will call you back. I've had a busy day. I had a doctor's appointment. I've been on the phone with personal calls. I've been working. You can't just send texts and call me like that. I think I remember him apologizing, but he was really embarrassed, and he said, you know, I, I, I didn't mean to do this, but, you know, I've heard that you really have to call people back quickly to get a part of these focus groups. And I said, that doesn't matter. You can't call me that many times. And I could tell he was really embarrassed. And I said, I'll call you back later, or I'll call you tomorrow. And we hang up the phone. You won't believe what happens next. He sends me another text message, this time saying, my wife heard the whole thing. She couldn't believe how much she humiliated me. You didn't have to speak to me that way. And, oh, and then he said something like, you know, I'm really stressed for money right now because of COVID-19. You know, you could have just called me back or told me nicely um, that I'll call you later. And then here's the kicker. Then I get a call from my supervisor the next day. You know, he, he and I know each other, so he really ultimately wasn't that upset. And, you know, possibly, and he's basically saying, you know, maybe I could have handled the situation better. Here's the point. It doesn't matter that, you know, what he did to create this environment where I'm calling him back and saying, you can't do that. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter that he called me eight times and sent text messages with exclamation points in a four to five hour time frame. It doesn't matter that I had other personal work going on. It doesn't matter that I had personal phone calls going on. None of that matters. All that matters is that I told him, you can't do that. I had boundaries that I felt that he crossed. But it doesn't matter because then he tells on me, he's offended, his wife is offended that I spoke to her husband this way. It's ego. Living in this culture where people don't like being told what to do. I never would have reacted this way if it was a simple message, one text message, and that's it. Because I would have listened to it when I finally had the time to get to it. And it just so happened he called and texted at times when I was either driving or on the other line or working on some other projects. But it doesn't matter. And I get frightened to live in a world where the actions that lead to certain consequences don't matter anymore. That's a really important point. Even the article that I wrote where I put a lot of thought into it for Medium this last week. You know, an old college roommate write, uh, wrote on there, all, this is all he said comment-wise, you lost me at megalomaniac. Now, I thought that that meant that because the, the article had, you know, some, some interesting vocabulary that I don't typically use, I thought that maybe he just thought that he didn't understand what I was talking about. But then I come to find out that he, because... 
I mentioned Donald Trump in the article. He thought that I was being too political and he didn't agree with what I was saying. But again, there was no context there. There was no nuance. I had no clue what he was talking about. There is so much, not only is there so much misinformation, but there's so much contextual discrepancies happening where people (laughs) are completely on the wrong page because nuance and context can't be translated, can't permeate through a screen. It's impossible. Rest of this episode will be available for Patreon subscribers. So again, head over to patreon.com backslash Eddie Cohn if you want to listen to the full episode of the show.